0: Do you have a tendency to be very critical of yourself, even when you're actually doing your best, even when you're doing really well? Let's say you've done something that was really successful, but you've got this voice in the head that's like, oh no, it's probably rubbish, oh, they probably hate you. You're like, what are you doing? You're a chancer. You're like, you don't belong here. You know your chance in your arm and you really don't belong here and you're, you're just an imposter and they're gonna find out and then they're gonna reject you because you deserve to be rejected because you're useless and you're a waste of space. Any of those ring true? Any of those hit home? Some of them do for me, for sure. Every now and again, those things will pop up. Even in things that I'm really good at, I kind of get, ooh, get this little critic going on. It's good to have, to be realistic about ourselves. Because the opposite of having this kind of critical voice is to have a prideful voice that just says, you are absolutely amazing, you're perfect. So that, and it denies our sinfulness, it denies our limitation, and it just inflates our ego. So that's not helpful at all. It can, uh, it can have the effect of coming across really arrogant. It's disconnected from reality and, and it's not humble. And typically when you encounter it, it's a bit of a turn off. A criticism that's actually a lie, that's the problem. So you can have a criticism that's, that's actually loving and that actually builds you up and, and maybe gives a corrective. So when God speaks, we can be sure that he will correct us. If you're in a relationship with him, if you're praying, he will speak to us about sin and he will bring it up. Just as anyone would, if there's something in the way of the relationship and it keeps happening, if that other person is, if they have enough kind of self-confidence and they also care about the relationship, they're going to say, listen, when you do that thing, it actually really hurts me. Could we talk about it? And so too, God will do that with you if you are in honest, humble connection with him on a regular basis. If you actually have an open heart and ears, are you able to hear the rebuke, the correction, the discipline of the Lord? It's a great gift. It means you. it's real confirmation of the relationship, that it's not just you playing God and you praying to yourself, oh, I'm amazing. Oh, pray for me, me, that I might be more me, 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 me. You know, it's, just, it's not this kind of arrogant self-focus. It's this real openness to God so that voice that voice of god that corrects and disciplines that's something very very different from this critical voice which seems to just want to tear down so here's the thing here's the challenge to pay attention to your inner conversation father gary Legrange lagrange says in the, in the start of one of his books that we are constantly in conversation with somebody not speaking out loud but we're either talking constantly to ourselves. Or we can learn to actually turn that conversation into a conversation with God. But it's always going to be happening. We're always thinking, except when we're asleep. We're always doing something unless we're like running away from our heart and our our thoughts through numbing and escapism and all that sort of thing. So this conversation is going on to pay attention to the voice. Pay attention. Do you ever find uh, yourself being hard on yourself? And just take note of what you're saying. Take note of what this voice feels like and sounds like. Does it sound like the rebuke of a loving father who kind of says, hey, could we talk about this? And you know that you're loved. You know that he's not out to tear you down. He's not out to hurt you. So that's a good sense of, okay, that, that sounds like God. That's a loving father. This other voice, it's harsh and it's critical and its goal is to tear us down. Its goal is, we're in serious trouble now. We need to, we need to racket it down or we, like, this is survival. Like it's kind of intense, it's kind of scared. You know the way when someone gets really scared, like they feel really threatened, they can get nasty. So to ourselves, our own heart can get nasty against ourselves and we can come out with this critical inner voice. So just start to pay attention and see if it's there. And if, if you notice it, step number one is be aware. That's the first step in freedom. Just be aware of it go, oh wow, that's happening. In terms of dealing with it you know well obviously if you want to deal with it you're always free to say no i kind of like that thing about myself oh away. fire away so there's always something true to a critical voice because if it's really hitting home it means there's some part of me that kind of goes oh yeah there's something there and maybe it's not doing it the right way or it's a bit excessive but if it didn't have any truth to it, it probably wouldn't stick as well as it does. So letting us look at, OK, what is the truth it's kind of getting at? And is there a way I can kind of take that truth and, uh, and do it better? OK, so one example of this, this other thing is I was being really tough on myself. I realized because uh, I felt I wasn't praying the way I should. I recognized at some point, like, oh, I was really struggling this particular day, and I realized, oh my gosh, I've been, there's this constant criticism of myself. Like, oh, you should, oh, you really must. Oh, if you were really holy, you'd be praying way more. You're, you're rubbish. You're this and you're that and you're meh, 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 So I was feeling the fruit of having someone all day long saying that nasty stuff to me. Like, if you had someone walking after you, insulting you, and telling you you're rubbish all day long, and I realized I was doing it to myself. So that's not nice. But then I was having a conversation with somebody and I realized, do you know what? I actually do want to pray more. I want to pray more. I have a holy desire in me to pray more. So it's interesting. So this critical voice is saying not, hey, lad, you know, you really desire to pray more. Why, why don't we uh, just pause and take a little time of prayer? Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. It was, you know, criticizing me and attacking me and shaming me and trying to fear me into being a really good boy by doing these things that I really have to do. So it was all about like obedience to the law rather than following the Spirit, the prompting of the Spirit, which was actually fully there, God alive in my heart and God speaking through this holy desire. So I'm not actually, it's not just that, oh, I really should pray because I'd done all my prayer, you know, my, my obligation to pray was done. It was, you know, oh, you should be doing more, never enough you're never good enough that kind of thing whereas god was actually beautifully in the midst of that really quietly prompting in me this desire to pray more so he was kind of saying the same thing but totally differently and i realized that's a great distinction the difference between those two voices what i realized then as i can do is i can okay so i can hear the critical voice and i can see them right is there any truth in there yeah the truth is i actually do long to pray okay great i can then use that as a way to pray so I can stop and turn my heart to God and say, God, I actually really long to pray more. And you can use, for example, the virtue of hope, which is this, this longing for a good thing and a real confidence that it will come about. It's longing for a good thing that I don't have and I can't get right now, but I really, really want it and I have a confidence, boldness. Oh, I know you're going to give this for me. So I, I started doing that. I like, Lord, I do want to pray more. Oh, I can't wait till you help me. Will you please give me that grace? Oh, I tell you, the difference, the difference between being kind of with the monkey on my back all day long of this critical voice and then this beautiful place of prayer and and kind of connecting up with the promptings of God, of his beautiful, kind heart for me, because he doesn't want to smack me around and criticize me and force me to be good. I need to control you. Like God is not trying to control any of us. He invites us because he wants to foster your your mature yes to him, your free yes to him. And he does that by inviting and even prompting, and then also even giving you the capacity. So if you do choose, you actually can do it. That's the heart of your father. Mm. Yes, yeah, so there you go. That's my thoughts for you today. I hope that's helpful. God bless you. Bye-bye. Beep, 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 beep. Does not look like something from Star Trek? Love it. All right. right bye bye.